it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. Thanks for your company. You may well be aware by this stage that on the 10th of August is National Census Night. It's a night that uh, everybody sits down and fills out their census form. At least that's the idea. There are many ways these days in which people who are blind or vision impaired can fill out the census form. We spoke with Susan Clift from the Australian Bureau of Statistics, the organisation that runs the census, to find out precisely what the census is all about and how people who are blind or vision impaired can avail themselves of new and emerging opportunities to fill out the census independently and with without sighted assistance. Firstly, why don't you start by telling us about what the census is and why people should care about it? The census happens every five years. It is a snapshot of how many people and how many houses there are in Australia. It's the population of, uh, sorry, it's a census of population and housing. And it gives uh, a lot of detail, a lot of rich detail to the government and to community organisations and to commercial organisations about uh, where people are in Australia. Not individuals. We don't go down to that level and we never uh, we never release information that can identify an individual, but where groups of people are, where your suburb is. It's the only uh, data source in Australia that gives the low-level local government information and it's critically important for the government and for community organisations and for commercial businesses to make really informed decisions. I heard a statistic the other day, and I'm not sure if it's apocryphal or whether it's actually true, that Bernie in northwest Tasmania has the highest population um, by percentage of blind people in Australia. That sort of information would most likely come from a census, wouldn't it? It would come from the census combined with our health um, surveys that go out. So the Australian Bureau of Statistics does has a lot of surveys. I actually don't know the number of surveys. They are household and health surveys. We don't specifically ask people in the census if they are blind or have low vision. So that's not a question that we ask, but we u- do use the census to um to provide information that allows the household forms or the household surveys to go out. So it's the census gives very broad data. Mm. And um, am I right in thinking that each time the census is run, there's a little bit of a different focus? There is, depending on public interest. So different people and different groups concentrate um, on particular questions, depending on, on the year that the census was in, that the census falls. This year, we are asking some additional questions on um, on military service and on health. So the big health questions. Where so there's two really big questions, and we've dropped the uh, a question about do people have internet at their house. So there's a very big. Uh, process that happens, a a long process that happens to decide what questions will go in. But in the main, the census remains the same. And each country does a census in a slightly different way and has a slightly different timeframe. But governments 
have always needed to count how many citizens they have, how many people are in their jurisdictions, and businesses have always wanted to know um, how many, where the, the concentrations of age groups or um, different cultures, um, different languages are based. They've always needed to know that information. So um, that's what the census, any census will do. Mm. And what's your role in this? I am the project lead for customer support for the 2021 census. And I was part of the census in 2016. And that was a really big learning experience for us. And I came out of that census with a, a very passionate um, desire to fill in any of the gaps. And some of our gaps were around supporting people who were blind or had low vision. Uh, we went back after, 2026, after 2016 and spoke to a lot of organisations just to find out what their experience were, was. A lot of the things that I have that we have put into place that I am leading in this space is the result of 2016 and the gaps and what people said that they wanted, what the people said that they needed. Well, let's get into that. What uh, provisions are being put in place, particularly this year for people who are blind or vision impaired? We're giving people options. That's the, probably the main point of difference between 2016. What we found, if people wanted a Braille form in 2016, they had to call the call centre. And the call centre in 2016 was overwhelmed. There was a lot happening in the census in 2016. Call centre was overwhelmed. A lot of people didn't get through and it was frustrating. And my aim and the, the Australian Bureau of Statistics aim is to allow people to use their channel of choice, um, for fill out the census independently, most of all fill out the census because that's very, very important, and um, allow people to do it their own way with their own options. So we have Braille forms, we have large print, we have Braille type 1 and 2. You can call the call centre. You can um, use a 24-hour paper form request service. You can go online. You can... Um, download an mp3 um, so that you can put that onto a separate device if you like and um, be using the recording as you're filling out the, the form um, we have our braille form actually which is different from 2016 has a contents page so that you can go online and then use the contents page of the braille form to give you some additional details about um, how or why the census questions are being asked. So the, they can be used in conjunction with each other or they can be used completely independently of each other. Usually people used to come around with um, the printed forms and they'd give you um, a printed form that was um, tied specifically to your house and you, you would fill that out and they'd come and pick it up and they would know that it was your household that had filled out that census. How does that happen when uh, we're having all of these different options for forms and uh, I guess chiefly filling them out online? What we did in 2016 was you could not go and start your online census if you did not have your census number and temporary password. And if you wanted one and didn't have it, you had to ring the call centre. In 2021, you will be able to start your census now. If you know what you're going to be doing 
where you have a fairly good a good idea of where you will be on census night, you can actually fill out your census now and you don't need to use your census number. So you can log in without a code, we call it. You can go on, they will SMS you a code and then you can start your census. So there's no um, getting into queues on the call centre in um, to be able to do your census online. The other thing you can do is you can get your census form and your braille forms will have a census number and temporary password included. And you can get your braille form and then just give the online form a go. The online form is very, very accessible and it's been tested extensively. So if you get your braille form, you might like to give the online form just a try and and that's okay. You just have to do it once, just on one format. But if you go online and you don't like the experience, you can continue to fill out your Braille form. So we're giving people a choice. How would one fill out a Braille form, though? We send out as part of the pack when we send out a Braille form. It's a Braille pack. Uh, we provide a booklet and people can use their Brailler to complete their answers and then you send it back to us and we will have people who will interpret that. That is very cool. Or translate it, yes. That is, is really, cool. really good. That that will be a game changer for a lot of people. I'm, I'm absolutely confident and, you know, all power to you guys for uh, for putting that into place. I think that's a really good idea. Um, yes, when, when that comes back to our, our data capture area, then that is converted into online and, you know, it gets recorded. So we give you codes and there's information on the envelope that will mark it in. We call it a mark-in, and that just records that your document, how your paper form has come in, and then from there we um, take you off the visit schedule for the field officers and then process your information at a slightly later date. Mm. Do you have mm. much of an idea of what the take-up for these uh, accessible forms is likely to be? In 2016, there was about 20 Braille forms that were ordered, not very many, but there was, people did have problems getting through to the contact centre, so we expected that there would be more forms ordered. There has been a very, very large take-up of those forms. Well, I think it's uh, it's looking really good. There's a number of ways to fill in the census. Um, do we know how many people, generally speaking, uh, do it electronically? We're expecting, or before COVID, we were expecting about eighty percent of households to fill it fill it in online. And there's about ten million households out there, so about we were looking at about eight million people mm. online overall. Overall, that may increase because people are at home and because of COVID, more people have are doing things online. So um, our form is is tested with all the browsers. So we expect 95% of the browsers that are in use at the moment to be um, available and people to be able to do their census online. And that's the same with our screen readers. Hmm. So not every screen reader will be able to be used. The majority of them will be, and the big ones will be. Our priority in the census is to keep people's information safe. That is our number one priority. And some of the browsers don't pass the security requirements, and therefore we can't let people use them. 
you can also do your font, your your fill in your form on um, on your phone if you want to. So you can use a bit of stolen time, I guess, to fill in your census. Absolutely. If you are completing your census form, when you go in, you'll get a census number no matter what pathway you take if you're online uh, and you will be asked to create a password. It's very important to record that number and record the password that you create because if you stop doing the census, you go away and have dinner or a different person in the family wants to um, do it at a different time, in order to get back in to the census, you will need to have that census number and your password. So that's it's very important um, so that people don't have the, the very frustrating experience of having to re-log in and start your census all over again. So we are asking people to record it um, or to do a password reset, the ability to do a password reset. We're not forcing people to, obviously, but I think it's a really good idea. If you don't go, if you are doing your online census and you move away from your, for your, from your computer uh, for about 30 minutes, for security and privacy reasons, it will log you out. Mm. So it is important that you do that. Susan, why don't you mm-hmm. give us the contact number for the call centre? So the contact number for the call centre is 1800 512 441. So I'll just say that again, 1-800-512-441. Susan Cliff, thanks very much for joining us on the program. And uh, I wish you the best of luck with the uh, with the census. And uh, let's hope that a lot of people take advantage of these uh, accessible forms because it sounds like you've put a lot of thought and a lot of effort into making it as accessible and as easy for people who are blind or vision impaired as possible. So congratulations on that. Thank you very much, Vaughan. Susan Cliff there from the Australian Bureau of Statistics. And if you'd like to uh, find out more information, you can do a Google search for the Australian Census 2021 or you can contact the call centre. Susan gave you the number. If you'd like to contact Blind Citizens Australia, one 800 is the telephone number or you can email bca at bca.org.au. In the meantime, I'll talk to you next week. We'll achieve the realisation of a dream Of a dream